0: Hi, everybody. Dominic Mundy here, Executive Director with the Northeast Bomb Pool Association, back for another episode of New Depths, our podcast and, and uh, video production that we started doing this year. I'm here today, and it's beautiful, lucked out because it was pouring rain for like three days before this, but beautiful day with Peter Muehlbrunner. Um, he is with AHI Consulting. Um, he does a lot of pool inspections. He's also a home inspector. Um, has a lot of relationships within the industry, is involved with our Penn Jersey chapter, um, and is someone in a field or discipline around the pool industry that we haven't really spoken to before. It's a little bit of a niche, um, so we're going to learn a little bit about what Peter does. So why don't we start right there? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy we were able to do this. Why don't you tell everybody um, a little bit about you, your background, your company, what you do?
1: Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, my name's Peter Muhlbrunner. brunner uh, I operate AHI Consulting, uh, and I do inspections. Um, I've been in the business for upwards of 30 years now. Uh, my background originally was construction, residential construction. And uh, from that, I progressed into home inspections at the advice of a realtor back at the time when home inspections were just starting to come around. Right. And uh, he felt I would be a good fit in that line of work. And I was relatively young at the time. Um, But through training, education, and experience, I I, I found it to be a a good fit for me. And uh, I got out of construction altogether and went full-time into home inspections, as I say, probably about 30 years ago. And uh, since then... Uh, I've enjoyed the business. It's a great business, Uh, but you're always kind of looking for the next thing or or something to add to your existing business. And being at so many homes, looking at the the home, the structure, and seeing the pool in the backyard and and clients not knowing anything about the pool and the the real estate transaction going through without anybody understanding what concerns may exist at the pool, uh, I I started to think it would be a good uh, component to add to my business. Sure. And uh, about 15 years ago, I really went hard into the pool inspection uh, direction. And within the last five to eight years, it's become one of the major components of my business. I actually probably do more in pool inspections than home inspections. Oh, really? You know?
0: Yeah. We so. were talking about this pool um, that you've inspected, and you were saying that this actually wasn't a new home sale. This was a case where there were some issues with the pool. I was losing some water. Um, do you get a lot of that... Is a lot of your business homeowners with existing pools trying to get an assessment or is it is it more new, new home sales, um, existing home sales, or is it a little bit of a blend? It's a blend. Uh, majority is
1: real estate related. Yeah. Someone's purchasing a home. And in, in many cases now, especially, I'll do just the pool. I'll walk right by the house and go right to the pool, inspect the pool and leave. Uh, a lot of the local home inspectors refer me for the pool inspections. Because they don't do pools. They don't do it. They don't want to do it. And they're happy to have a professional they can refer. Uh, In this case, uh, it was most likely an internet search where they found my information. And uh, they were having concerns here with water loss. Uh, It seemed to be more significant than they thought it should be. And um, that was the beginning of the relationship here. We eventually did a full inspection of the the pool, pool systems, as well as water loss testing and and confirmed, yes, they are experiencing issues. And and the report really helps to accurately and clearly give them an overview of the condition of the pool. Right. And then they can start making steps towards correcting issues. Yeah. So.
0: So as a home inspector, does pool inspection that now does pool inspections is a primary part of your business. I know you're involved with our Penn Jersey chapter and have a lot of relationships with pool companies. Um, but you're kind of got your foot in a couple different worlds, right? Like, are you involved with other associations and other organizations that have helped you kind of I am. get established? Yeah, I, I am. Yeah,
1: ASHI is the American Society of Home Inspectors, and that's really one of the first and one of the larger and and, uh, respected uh, home inspectors organizations. actually is American Society of Home Inspectors. Uh, of which I just had my 25th anniversary. I just saw that in the magazine the other day, uh, so yeah, that was a little club. surprise. <laughs> yeah, uh, made me feel old, but uh, no, I'm proud of that. It's a it's it's a high level organization with uh, good credentialing processes, good. and uh, there are local chapters just like uh, Penn Jersey, uh, Tri-State. Ashy is the local chapter near me. And I was heavily involved to the point where I was the president uh, for two terms and uh, have recently rolled off the board, but still attend meetings, actually just gave a presentation on pool inspections to home inspectors. Uh, And that uh, group and other local chapters have been good uh, referral sources for me, as well as it's good just to help with maybe some of the other inspectors that are thinking about doing it or doing it already. And not that... Uh, I'm doing everything right or wrong, but it's always good for them and for me to hear from them what what they're doing and how they're doing sure. it to help their business and, and help the profession. Uh, the pool associations have been great for me. Um, I didn't know at first whether it's a relationship that would work, but right. I feel very comfortable uh, with all the uh, people I've come across and the uh, training seminars that I've attended and, uh, I love the pool expo in Jersey. It's one of my favorite things every year to do. It's a great resource for me to, to meet people and to learn. Yeah. And that's, that's key. Um, I also do uh, pest control inspections. So there's other aspects of the home inspection spin off, smaller, uh, termite inspections, things like that. So I'm licensed for those and I, I have those associations as well. Um uh, so I'm try to do the best to, uh, share my time amongst all of them. But I yeah. will say the, the direction I want my business to go is, is pool-related. And uh, NESPA and Jersey have been awesome as far as uh, resources and uh, training yeah. and camaraderie even. Like I say, I, I enjoy going
0: to the events. Well, I mean, that's something that we always sort of pride ourselves on is, is our <laughs> family feel. The, the camaraderie is, to use your word, Within our, our association. But a lot of what you described in the home inspectors and in ASHI um, is a lot of what we hear from members, pool builders and pool service companies and retailers within our membership when they get together. It, it softens the competitive boundaries and allows you to, to learn from people that are doing the same thing you're doing. And that doesn't, you can be very good at what you do, you can have high quality product, you can run a, w- a good business, great customer relationships, and still learn something from what someone across the river is doing, right? Absolutely. It's always something unique or different or some little way to, to, to take a lesson to, to keep getting better. A-
1: absolutely. I think uh, with Ashy, one of the, the, the best experiences I had as a uh, member was what they call peer review sessions, where we will literally schedule an inspection at a property and a dozen inspectors will arrive and and go through the house together and just talk about different issues and how they present them and how they feel it's significant and one other inspector may not feel it's significant. And I can sense that same uh, camaraderie, I think is a good term. And uh, when I attend the pool events, uh, I attended recently a a great uh, training seminar on heaters and the group there was uh, awesome it was a good exchange of information yeah and uh everybody learns from it every everybody benefits and if if you come away with
0: one or two things it's right. it's worth the effort it's, it'll help you so i've had a few home inspections done for selling houses and buying houses and whatnot um and and i know a few home inspectors through my own networking relationships and things like that i imagine if you don't if you're a home inspector and you don't inspect pools you don't inspect pools like it's a it's it's a tough it's a, it's a whole different it's different systems it's different things to look for there's different safety points right so uh do you do you work with a lot of inspectors who are uh they just don't touch pools i do so that's kind of where you. i come do in. most of them
1: are afraid of the additional liability home inspections are very high liability uh, in themselves but i think with the pool uh, it it raises the level of safety concerns and sure. the, the fear of uh, legal issues if something's not presented correctly or accurately. Uh, at the recent uh, presentation I did for ASHI, I, I asked how many inspectors in the room actually do pool inspections. And I could see some very hesitant hands go up and... Right. Most of them said, well, I I kind of do an inspection. I'll walk the people around it and point out a few things. But they're not spending the time on the pool that it requires to do it correctly. So that's why uh, a specialist, an individual come in to look just at that. Those systems and and that environment is beneficial. And that's why I think most of them are happy to refer me. And uh, their clients are happy. The realtors are happy. And uh, they do their thing. I do mine. Uh, It's very comfortable for the buyers. Uh, I try to present myself in a professional image and and clean cut. And I'm dressed even in the dreaded summer months. Uh, You know, I'm I'm there with uh, appropriate professional level. yeah, And I do it year round. Uh, So even in the off season, when there's a a pool uh, that's closed, I'll go out and and inspect it where a lot of other people don't want to get involved in that.
0: I imagine you've got kind of two big buckets of of points. You've got the mechanical side that things are functioning well, their leaks, the equipment pad worked the right way, you know, all that sort of stuff. And then you have the safety side of it because that's such a big part. And we just Finished not too long ago. May was um, um, pool safety yeah. month, um, uh, water safety month, I should say. And uh, there's so many different aspects, right, of of how the pool is built and then how it's maintained that it's safe. Um, so I'm sure that's a big part of what you do.
1: It's a huge part. Uh, it's the first thing on my mind when I arrive on site. Uh, as soon as I approach the, the 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 home and and getting the lay of the land, uh, the condition of barriers and fences. Uh, And then every single component component I review has some level of safety review as well. Uh, Is it uniform? Is it secure? Is it functioning safely? Are are there uh, precautions put into place to aid uh, a weaker swimmer? Things like that. It's a constant uh, thought in my mind. And I I often just step back and look at it as a 10-year-old. Uh, you know, I was back, uh, I I was the age where I was trying to climb into the neighbor's pool all the time as a kid. And you you have to think that way is how would a a person or a young child defeat this fence system? (laughs) Right. Uh, Or what would I do if I was that age at a pool such as the one behind us with elevated rocks, that would be a a natural spot for someone to one jump off. You know, you have to be aware of those kind of things and, and look at that as a, a safety issue. Safety is huge, and I think that's why a lot of people want to stay away from the pool inspections yeah. because there is that high level of safety. It's uh, what one of the leading causes of death for for youth is, yeah. is drowning, and that that comes with a um, a real uh, emphasis on making sure. Yeah you yeah. covering all those safety issues.
0: I mean, all our members will appreciate this because I know that's how they also talk to their, their, their customers. So when you're talking to someone who's buying a new house and there's a pool, it's easy to, you know, this coping is not loose, but let's say that, that two of these tiles are loose. It's easy to look at that and say, well, that's cosmetic. I'll get to it. Well, the coping is also the handhold, right? For yeah. someone who's struggling yeah. to get to the edge, things yeah. like that. It does become a lot of stuff that's otherwise treated as aesthetic actually has a safety function within the pool.
1: It does, and some people understand that. Some people don't wanna hear it. Uh, sure. Again, I look at the pool behind us with the raised walls and I think about handholds, yeah. and uh, it's it's something I note. And you know, talking to a client, a pool person talking to a client is helpful, but as an inspector, you're, you're putting it in writing. So to say something and leave the site is one thing to leave a site and issue a report that's going to be relied upon is another aspect. So putting things in writing, you know, you, you always say to someone, okay, if you're so sure about yourself, put it in writing. Right. Uh, well I have to, and I have to document it and, you know, digital photographs of, of issues and arrows pointing to issues to make it very clear what I'm concerned about, uh, to help the client and, to uh, protect myself, it's a, it's definitely a component of this industry where you have to be aware of uh, your liabilities. Right. We have insurance for that, or I do. Most home inspectors should, uh, but I have errors and omissions and the required insurances right. to uh, to give me some comfort level. But obviously, I don't want to rely on that.
0: But you, and you said you did get um, you do have a referral network within the pool industry. Obviously, I imagine that gives when you when a homeowner talks to the pool company there's there's this base like the assumption going in is like he's selling me his services and I maybe I need his services and all of that when whether the pool company brings you in or the homeowner brings you in you now have the opportunity to fracture that dynamic a little bit to kind of be the independent in the middle i do and
1: I think in, in a lot of cases, uh, the pool companies are, are very good as far as the reports that I've seen, but there's sure. that inherent concern of a conflict. Are they uh, right. presenting an issue to create work? Uh, and there's some in the industry that look at pool inspections as a source of work, and uh, they are a source of work for the contractors, but the, the inspection shouldn't be performed by that same contractor. I do believe there's a, a fine line there, and in the other home inspection-related world, there's a very clear definition of what a home inspector can and cannot do, and one thing they cannot do is refer contractors, nor can they work on a home that they've inspected for a period of time. Oh. so That's it, a code of ethics kind of thing? It is. Yeah. So the code of ethics in the in the home inspection industry <laughs> really make it clear that home inspectors can't cross that line. Uh, ethically uh, as an inspector, I try to stay away from referring directly to a client to a a pool service company. And I know a lot of great ones, Uh, but I have to be very careful how I handle that question. Uh, And often if I'm referred by a pool company, I can then say to the client, well, I can't give you a name of anybody, but I know you received my information from such and such pool company. Why don't you call them? And that's a safe way for me to handle it. And the other safe way is just to refer them to a resource like Nespa's website where right. they can find punch the in their zip code and find everybody in the area. Find a member locator and, we have on our site. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I think it's a good relationship between the inspector, the homeowner, and the pool contractor. Everybody has their interests, yeah. uh, but mine's not to fix anything. Right. Mine's just to accurately and honestly point out what I'm concerned about. Yeah. And the pool company then can Take it from there. I think I generate a lot of work for the pool industry. Nice. A lot of a lot of pools that change ownership otherwise would never be aware of the the, the issues, yeah. and, and that creates a long list in some cases of work for somebody. Yeah.
0: So I mean, I know we've seen um, in some of the numbers we have, but just even anecdotally talking to to, to folks in the industry, talking to our members you know, that the, the renovation side of the industry is, um, I don't know if it's outpacing new builds, but it's certainly a huge part of the market right now because so many pools were built 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. That's about the time or yeah. homes are flipping and people want to, want to upgrade stuff. And I imagine that it's, again, it's cosmetic. Maybe I'm redoing the patio, the deck or whatever, but also fixing anything that could have, could have worn down. And that doesn't necessarily mean that a pool that was built 15 years ago was built incorrectly or was built poorly or was built with a bad design sometimes things break down they wear you know not everything lasts, lasts forever so walk me through tell me like how you approach a pool inspection like what are, where do you start what do you look for what are the most common things maybe yeah. that you that you see come up that are are major issues
1: i have and i try not routines are good to some extent when you're doing an inspection but if you arrive and do the same thing every time at every site you could be missing something so i try to approach pools differently it depends on the clients and the and the, the the situation why i'm there uh but my my approach normally is unload my truck get my tools get my gear and it's basic stuff, but it's a fair amount of, you know, general tools and a tool belt and flashlights and leak detectors and measuring tapes and so mm-hmm. forth. But so I approach the pool and usually the first thing I look at is the lay of the land and uh, other issues around the pool that might affect the pool. And then the fence, usually I'm walking through one gate right? and that right off the bat sometimes sets the tone. If the gate's missing, then I know, all right, right I'm going to have yeah, a few sure. things to make notes on. Uh, But I'll drop my gear and I'll set up uh, water loss testing. Uh, I'll put my equipment in the pool and get that running. And that's something that uh, I let run typically for about 20 minutes. I usually set it and run it and leave the pool as I found it. So if the pumps are running, I run the test with the pumps running. While that Mm -hmm. test is running, I don't want to disturb the pool. So I'll usually go back and really do a, a, a detailed evaluation of the barriers Uh, and note whether there's direct access from the home to the pool, for instance, things along those lines. And I gradually work my way in. Uh, I look at patios, surrounds, uh, grading, drainage around the pool area. Was the pool built into an elevated site or was there excavation to to place the pool where they wanted it? How is that going to affect potentially the, the pool or the system? So looking around the yard is important. Uh, I'll then check my water loss test, and by that time, it's usually done. I'll shut that off, and I'll really spend time on coping and tile, tapping, sounding, working my around the pool, the pool edge. Uh, I wear knee pads, <laughs> I wear toe protectors on my boots because I do a lot of crawling, and I've gone through so many pairs of pants and so many <laughs> pairs of boots that I've learned tricks to avoid that. Uh, but I'll, I'll basically sound the tile all the way around the perimeter, Check for loose coping. Loose coping is one thing, but if it's loose and unstable, that kind of bumps it up into another category yeah. as far as safety. The tile, is it just loose or are there underlying issues? Uh, so trying to determine what the extent of the concern is and yeah. accurately uh, uh, present that. The, the pool shell, as far as the structure, looking for uh, level structure, cracks, significant movement. And we can go on with the the drain covers and uh, return fittings and and so forth. But the mechanicals, uh, it's a step-by-step process. What equipment's there? Document what's there. Photograph of each piece of equipment. Photograph of the spec label, if there is one remaining. And then what are the concerns with each piece of equipment? And um, I'll often do a second water loss test. I'll often shut the systems down, let it stabilize, and do a second test just to compare it. Yeah, to the first to see if there's any significant change, Uh, Hmm. and in a lot of cases you have a client right over your shoulder, so it's uh, it's it can be a challenge to do your job when someone's watching you nonstop. But that's something you learn, or I learned in the home inspection business is how to interact with clients and um, when talk to them, gain information, speak once you have all the pieces put together before you. Present yeah. something that's not complete or accurate. Yeah. And uh, doing all that with a tablet in my hand, documenting everything I find. And my reports are 75% complete when I'm leaving the site. Sure. Digital photographs. I carry my tablet, take photographs with that. I carry an underwater camera to take underwater camera or underwater right. pictures. I use a GoPro quite a bit on a stick uh, to get down to drains and and underwater areas that uh, I don't enter the pool ever, but I use that as a as a great tool. Right. Um, and then uh, you know, finalize the report and send it out from my office. And it's rare I get calls. It's rare as I get rare I get questions. So it's a, uh, it's pretty much you're in, you're out, you're done, you're paid. Kind of why I like the business. Not so bad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Great. So what are I imagine you you see so many pools. Some are pretty standard. There's a couple things here or there, and then you you note those, and you do your full report. Um, I just think there's got to be a few times where you've walked out to a pool, and they're like, oh, when you're a pool inspector, you're like, okay, you do the thing like you normally would. when you walk out, and it's, I don't know... Six feet out of the ground on one side, or there's a okay, crack there in the yeah. shell, like, ten feet long. You know, what are some of the more extreme things? You, yeah, yeah I, that have I, almost I, made you go like, "Oh my <laughs> god, what am I looking at?" Uh, I, yeah, I'd love to say it's a, a
1: terribly exciting business with all kinds of yeah. unusual things, but it, it does become routine to some degree with yeah, the issues sure. that I find. But there are the pools. One is you know, pool pop situation um, where you arrive and you look at the pool and the one ends dramatically up. And I can remember in one situation where that was the case, it was about eight inches off and, uh, the seller of the property was there and she overheard me talking about the concern and she simply walked up and said, it's been that way forever. It's fine. And you know, you kind of chuckle and it probably has been that way for quite some time. But as an inspector, I can't put in my report. It's been that way for a while and it's okay. Seller said it's good. Seller indicated (laughs) no problem. Uh, so you have to stand firm with your, uh, concerns. Uh, but you know, there's the normal, uh, abandoned pools with things floating in the pool that you would never want to touch frogs, uh, frogs and pools. I, and maybe a lot of, maybe this is, occurs more than I know, but I do recall in one situation, I popped a skimmer up, pulled the basket out, and this cute frog, pretty big frog, right down the drain, right Uh down the skimmer line. So I quickly ran over to the pump, turned everything off, opened the pump, and there he was. Popped him out, threw him on the ground, he hopped away. (laughs) So that was one of the more uh, amusing situations, and I felt bad, but I, I, I like to think the frog survived, but I... I wonder what his ride was like through right? that line. But uh, That's crazy. Uh, it's usually wildlife, uh, sometimes neighboring properties. I had a pool top, I had a rooftop pool that was an interesting oh. uh, structure. It was constructed above a garage, um, residential property, residential property oh, wow. and that was for the insurance company. They had a home inspection, and so they learned that this pool was there, and nobody knew anything about it. So they asked me to go out and evaluate the pool hmm. as well as the structure, which I'm, I'm good for that situation because of my home inspection abilities. Right. So, uh, But that house was straight out of the 70s. The interior of the house was shag carpet. The pool had astroturf around it. On the roof, and it was just—it was an interesting house. There was a lot of uh, uh, paraphernalia around the house and around the pool, which made it humorous. Uh, (laughs) But it's uh, usually people know I'm coming, and anything that's terribly exciting has probably been addressed. Probably, (laughs) yeah. There's no big pool parties going on when I arrive, uh, so it's—it's a relatively boring job some days, but there's always some unusual instance that sure makes you realize it was worth me coming out. So Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well, um I'll always ask what is there anything I didn't ask you about that you uh. think is interesting for our members or for people in the industry that might be listening to this and, and wanna wanna hear? Yeah, I think we touched
1: on it a little bit the relationship between the inspector and the pool industry. Uh, in the home inspection world, home inspectors and contractors don't always get along that well. Uh, and it's usually an ego thing. Um, I think uh, for myself, I don't claim to know it all. Uh, I'm learning every day. Uh, and I think that's a huge part of being the business I'm in. Yeah. Uh, the, the individuals in the inspection world that believe they know it all are Uh, It's a problem. And I look at my relationship to the pool industry as a a big help to me, and I hope helpful to the pool companies and the pool industry. I look at inspections as a a professional service. I don't arrive in shorts and sneakers or flip-flops. I think um, my presentation of the issues in a well-documented professional report helps to raise the, the the pool industry professionalism. And for a, a homeowner to know that there are specialists or professionals available uh, to offer this service and that, you know, a pool service, pool builder might be a, a great option for repairs, but for a, a non-biased inspection, there is a, a source for that. I think that's important. Yeah. And I... I'm respectful to pool contractors whenever they're on site. And there are times where the seller says, well, I'm going to have my pool person there uh, sure. to walk you through the operation. And I, I'll let them tell me whatever they know right? right. Uh, because it's helpful. And uh, uh, But I think it's always a good relationship. I, I've met a lot of uh, pool professionals in that situation, and uh, I maintain contact with quite a few of them. Yeah. So I, I think this industry is going to grow. I think with uh, myself in the tri-state area being one of the more, um, maybe a positive and uh, uh, few individuals that's actually out there promoting it, I think the business yeah. is going to grow in this region. And uh, I encourage anybody that's in the industry that has the uh, interest and abilities to, to look into it. Uh, and I travel quite a bit and I travel because there's just not many local options i was down the jersey shore yesterday for instance oh, so not a today, bad day to be down the no actually yeah. it was nice but it's it's an it's a, i think it's a growing industry and i think it will help the the pool industry as a whole and uh that's that's one thing i always feel i need to emphasize yeah okay. great so thank you thank you for having me yeah today
0: yeah and so for, for coming uh, out this was this was great again different unique um, um you sort of just said it at the end a service that is really important, but yet isn't out there necessarily as widely as maybe it could be. Um, Sounds like you're having a lot of success with it, Um, a lot of successful relationships with pool companies. I hope that continues for you. I hope we'll be in Atlantic City this year. I hope so. Catch up and build some relationships. Um, Great. Well, everybody, latest episode of New Depths. Peter Mulebrunner with AHI Consulting. Um, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you soon.